0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode from the streets to the pulpit. I am your host at number one. Soon we'll be joined by the rest of the panel. Tonight, uh, we have a very interesting topic. We're going to talk about parental malpractice. Are we the product of parental malpractice? What is malpractice, first off? Improper Illegal or negligent professional activity Or treatment Especially by a medical practitioner Lawyer or public official fair to exclude parents I believe As a father that I have certain duties And if I don't fulfill those duties Or even make a decent attempt To teach my son how to become a man Not in the stage of life but in the mental emotional character and traits and to demonstrate to my daughters, how to be treated by a man, how to get respect from a man and how to respect men, then I would be guilty of parental malpractice. How many of us can honestly say that we haven't been the product of parental malpractice in one way or another, sisters, it's time that we remove our egos and add God for the sake of our little ones. Let's get right to this. Good evening. Good evening. evening. Oh, man. Welcome. How y'all feeling this evening?
1: Good. How about you?
0: Well, now that I got it, we got a this thing up and going. It tried to give me a little problem earlier. They just lets me know that, uh, it's, it's about to be a good one.
1: Well, definitely. I agree. Let's, let's get right to it. What,
0: uh, let's talk about this parental malpractice.
1: It's, uh, interesting, uh, Interesting word choice. It's something you really never hear put together, but when you do and you break it down, it makes a lot of sense. Um, as you said, you hear them practice a lot of times in the in the professional world when it comes to doctors and lawyers, um, when they have done something wrong out of their profession that they have been taught to do um, and been trained to do, um, and they make a mistake, you know, is deemed malpractice. Um, parental malpractice, it could have so many layers to it. Um, in regards to um, the parent, the current parent, how were their childhood being raised up? And the, the, the decisions that they make as an adult or as a parent, is it a reflection of what they were taught? or what they grew up in in that particular environment where did they feel like what they were doing was right because of all they knew, or did they know to do better and still chose not to? And I think uh, when you get to the point where you have a parent who does know better, does know the right thing, but for some reason they choose not to do those things, then I think, you know, parental malpractice can be, uh, apply in certain situations uh, with dealing with uh, the children and how they uh, bring up their child. Um, I do experiences. experience this, um, even my father. I mean, his mother had him very, very young, but his mama actually slept with the mom's boyfriend. Well, the mom's boyfriend slept with her when she was young and created my father, you know, and her mother, her mom's response to that incident was to kick my grandmother out the house, but let the guy stay in the house.
0: Bruh. Sad part so, about uh... that is, mm-hmm. the, the sad part about that is that's not uncommon.
2: Uh-uh.
0: And yeah, you would but... think you would think that it, you know, that's something that's that's played with the time. But mm-hmm. that's another thing, you know. When you take these these guys and put them above your children,
2: mm-hmm.
0: like when I say these guys, I'm talking these randoms. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not talking, you know, in in the, in the biblical sense because then you know when you're honest, and he's made an honest woman out like you, quote, quote unquote, and all this.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm
0: just simply saying this guy that's here for the night, who you who, he's your daddy for the day. You cannot mm-hmm. put him before your children you exactly. you like to take your kid to your, to your to move with your mama because he don't you know, him and him and the son or him and the daughter don't vibe well like you kick your children out of the house so he can be in the house
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think that that qualifies yeah. as parental malpractice
1: definitely agree. Wholeheartedly agree, and, and it, it was just a blessing in a way that uh, a family actually took her in, because she kicked her, her, her my grandmother's mom kicked her out the house while she was pregnant with my dad. So mm. luckily, a family took her in and cared for her till she had my father. But when she had my father, the family said, "No, no, 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 he's staying here." You can do whatever you want to do, but we're going to raise him. And thankful Mm. for them that they raised my father because you never know what things could have plagued him that could have went down onto us because of that upbringing. Generational curse. Generational curse. And the fact is, my father was the first child she had, but in the other children that my grandmother had, the same incident happened where – she got pregnant by someone, but she ended up giving the kids away, or uh, yeah, it was that she had the baby, but that she never raised her kid. And that was something I didn't know as a young child, because I always knew the family that took my father in as my grandparent, but it wasn't until I was a teenager that I really found out the true story about my real biological grandmother. And I was like, oh wow, this is very work, Huh? Grandma,
0: a piece of work, was she? <laughs> huh?
1: Yeah, definitely so. Yeah. And, and the older you get, the more information you get. But it's like, it's grateful that my aunties and my father um, actually did not repeat that pattern that she did. Because it could have been a generational curse situation where it could have trickled down to their generation, where it could have trickled down to us, and what if I what if I had kids and it trickled down to them, where does the parental malpractice start? Where does it end, and who takes the blame when you have certain situations like that?
0: Okay, I'm glad you made mention of who takes the blame. Was was it something that you Great grandma or grandma witness from hers, or do you know
1: that part? I don't know. The story mm. just of the story that I find out is how how my grandmother, who was pregnant with my father at the time, how she ended up with the family who I know as my grandparents, or who has always been my grandparents how she ended up with that family and how we are really a part of that family, how that happened. Cause my father wasn't the only child they raised that family raised of my grandma. They also took another daughter of hers and that she had young. So when she had a the baby, they took that child in and raised her as well.
0: Now, when you say young, what's
1: young? Uh, she was below 18 when she had my father and my other auntie. But yet the mother
0: still kicks around the house. Below eighteen, yes. Yeah, that's sadly that's that's that too is common. It is. Miss, quick, what's your thoughts? What's your your questions?
3: Uh, I don't I don't have any questions. I mean, you you both right there on it. That I mean, unfortunately, as I, I, I'm not sure why. Um, we could probably dig into that a little bit later, but it was a common practice to just sweep, it's um, almost incest, but, you know, under the rug um, or penalize the girl. Um, and I think that, that sometimes, or the child, right? I think that sometimes. Um, As women, we're so afraid of being alone that we do anything to hold on to our man or to to get a man, and even if that means neglecting um, our children or overlooking, um, you know, something that happened to our children just for the sake of not being alone.
0: You know, it's 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 very it's very um, touchy, it's very sad, but I believe that we definitely need should have a conversation about it, uh, to bring closure to someone, uh something and just to let people know that they're not alone in this, you know. Um we all have uh what we would consider screwed up parts in our lives um, and things that just doesn't make sense to us but we don't know the mindset or the entire story because we got it from you know third hand situations you know what I mean um, I I remember uh, mm-hmm. before we even go there I was having a conversation with my son tonight, and I'm telling him, as a kid, you know like about life that it's an ongoing experience every day is a learning experience, and you don't quite master it. you just i guess get a little better at it and I'm explaining to him that essentially he's he's ignorant, right, and he almost kind of got offended after he asked me what it meant. And I said, you don't know anything. You don't know how to be a son. you practicing every day to get better. You don't know how to be a boy. You're practicing every day to get better. And it was more to it. But I honestly believe that if I'm not teaching my son that I am too guilty of parental malpractice. I guilty. I gotta let him know that listen, I'm teaching you. And hell, I might have to look at the the, the answer key from time to time because I might not know the answer. As a man, as, as his daddy, my that's my duty. Do y'all agree or disagree or what's your thoughts?
1: I absolutely agree. Um, it is your job as a father and as a man to teach your son and have those conversations with him um, and instilling him uh, the things that he would need. You know, he's not at the place where he understands everything, um, but you continually drop those nuggets in him, and there are going to be some days he may not agree with your decision, but I think as time goes on and he does get older, he'll understand it. I mean, I remember there were times I didn't understand my daddy told me, no, I couldn't do this, no, I couldn't do that. Was I said Absolutely. But as I've gotten older, did I understand the reasoning why he did say that and the reason why he wouldn't allow me to do certain things? Absolutely, too. Um, but that's part of the learning process. You know, certain things at a young age, you can't grasp why your parent says no or why they say don't do that. And, um, you can't grasp the reasoning behind it, um, but as they're you, they're your parents, and you're in their household. You know you ain't really got much say into the matter. whether they say, yeah your nay, whatever whatever one they say, you go with. Um, exactly. But uh, but but a lot of that you you do learn as you get older. Okay, I understood why you did certain things, and and you begin to start applying those things. But like I say it does start there, the basics, sitting down, having conversations, speaking with them, um, letting them know what is acceptable and what ain't acceptable. Because, um, you know, you're a parent, but you're not going to be there 24-7. So that's the part uh, that you try to instill in your child. As the Bible says, train up a child in the way she goes. When he gets older, he won't depart from it. So it's still the parent's job to instill and train their child up in those Um, skills and those abilities that when they are around other people being peer pressure, they can still have their own mind and they can still be themselves and still respect themselves at the same time and let them know, you know, you don't have to do what everybody else is doing to make friends. You don't have to do certain things just to be liked or to become in this particular crowd or that particular crowd. Be you Mm -hmm. and be the best you you can be. And don't let nobody ever try to control that part of
0: you, Miss Quick. What's your thoughts? You know, uh, from a from a mother standpoint.
3: Um, I I think you're absolutely right. You know, it's it, I think there's a there's a fine line between parental malpractice and and parental success. And you, you know, you have to be mindful of, or we have to be mindful as parents of things that we are consciously teaching our children and unconsciously teaching because they're watching all the time. And so Mm -hmm. it's one of those things where um, they may learn something from us and we don't even know we, we do it you know and it may not be something that we want them to pick up um and you know like just just an example women are are emotional and and so you know if if our children see me crying all the time and and always you know just in my feelings and whining and upset, then that's something that I'm passing on to them simply simply because they're watching me. Um, I'm not teaching it to them. That's just how I'm built. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. so as they grow older, they take on this characteristic and, you know, we're trying to figure out like, where'd you get this from? Like, why are you always, you know, whining and, and And crying all the time, and it's because they saw Mama going through things, you know, um, and apparently she was going through things all the time because if she did it enough for them to want to pick that up, then you know that that's causing issues, so that's parental malpractice because you know we're not teaching we we are not thinking about what we're doing. Um, and we're allowing our children to just pick stuff up.
0: Yeah, that's that's like uh, <clears throat> when you when you when you expose yourself, not knowing who's around, type deal. Um, that's essentially that's essentially what we're what we're doing when we're not being mindful of the energy that we put off to them. What we allow them to see. Um, you know, when my son is is getting ready for school and he comes in and he sees me brushing my teeth, you know, or he sees me putting on deodorant and he's looking, he see me, you know, grooming myself. He's That's a seed that's been planted, or as my twin says, it's a nugget that's been planted. So when he gets older, he's going to want to start doing this. Um if he never see me shave when he gets older he will have zero interest in shaving because he never seen me do it so if he see me crying all the time about every little thing then he too will do so and that's just not mm-hmm. only from from, a, from a, a, a mother standpoint but that's also from from daddy that's also from anybody that you have uh around your child uh from your barber to the doctor to whoever If they're around your child enough Your your child is going to watch Their mannerisms they're going to watch certain things And they may start you know Implementing them Because they Picked up on it So it's up to you to, to make sure you have The right influence Around Your little ones Twin, Right
1: I absolutely agree. Um, uh, Kids do, they see and emulate more what they see than rather what you tell them a lot of times. Especially Mm -hmm. in growing up, they're they're more likely to imitate more actions than the words. And uh, even hearing you talk, it reminded me of my dad. And I was like, yeah, that's my dad. You know, my dad, out of all my years, I've probably seen my dad cry one time out of my whole entire life. And he never was a crier. You know, I mm-hmm. probably didn't remember as a kid, I asked my mom, like, did dad ever cry? She was like, he does, but you'll never see him. <laughs> so, but I've never seen him cry. And, and it's right. so odd in a way because my brother and I are like that. Honestly, we're not criers. We're some, we just don't really cry like that. That's just not us. But my dad was always like that. But that's so that's something we took on from him, not necessarily. Knowing or intentionally doing it, it's just what we saw. I've never seen him cry, so I'm a person, I really don't cry like that, um, hardly at all. So um, it's one of those things where we see. But I also do remember my dad, he, like you said, he was very careful about grooming. He made sure he looked nice. My dad always smelled good. So, you know, those were things we often emulated as well. Uh, my brother and I, we love nice smelling cologne, you know, no matter, my dad always said, no matter how you feeling, no matter what, when you walk out this house, make sure you look like somebody.
4: <laughs> and he
1: always said that to us, no matter what, when you walk outside the house, make sure you look like somebody. Nobody should ever know what you're going through by looking at you. Always I'm have a smile you. on your face, always look like you are somebody, and he always told us that at a young age, so no matter how I go out the house, I make sure I'm presentable. I make sure I ain't looking like no bum, I ain't looking crazy. I'm looking well enough to go outside the house because that's something he instilled in me. Even if I'm going to run to the store, I'm not going to look like a hobo. I'm not going to look like I'm crazy, and right, you know right, I'm right, going to make sure I'm presented well because that still is inside of me from what he taught me. And even, it was even he, things, was huh? he was just being selfish, he
0: was just being selfish. He didn't want you to go out there making him look bad. Hey, you know <laughs> but
1: but that's true. You know, we are, you know, your kids are a reflection of the parents. And if you see, if you see your kid looking like that, what's the first thing people are going to say? Mm, where their parents at? How dare their parents let their child come out here looking like that? And people say that. You know, they'll yeah. judge the parent if the child's looking like this. And you see the parent, and she, she, she or he is g up, got the best shoes, looking good, and the child looking like, like, this don't even match. How your child looking like this, but you looking fly and clean? Like, this don't make no sense. But it happened. Well, you
0: know what? I'm going to tell you something, and I'm going to let Miss Quick get in on this. I get frustrated. Be like, you know what? If you want to walk out here looking like a damn fool, then you go right ahead. You just walk three steps, four steps behind me. And you better stay in my eyesight. You know what I mean? Like, you going to learn. <laughs> I tried to tell you that it don't look good. But you want to be hard-headed. You want to dress like these comments. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, they run out of here in in some jeans, a hoodie with a football jersey and it's it's two hundred degrees outside.
0: Ooh. Right.
3: They sure do.
0: <laughs> right, and and uh, so I get frustrated. I'm like son, at least at least have you know, this or that but why? You know what? Never mind. Yeah. No,
4: and
3: then get in the car and say, I-, "I see what Dad was saying about the gray jeans. All I do is shake my head." And then that's
4: another
0: thing. And that's another thing that we, as as parents, right? Like it's like they buck with the one just because that's the one that's selling them, you know. And then you get in the car and confess, confess to your mama, and she's the one laughing at you. I'm the one that's like trying to point it out. She was like, "Yep, you look like a fool." And and you know and then you get in there be like, Yeah, I see what dad was saying. No, you should have saw you should you know what you shouldn't even told me. You said when it changed.
3: Look and and then as soon as he get home he hit the door taking clothes off.
4: Well he got a whole off. trailer really?
3: clothes, running to the shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, right, what is wrong with you? But again, <laughs> all these are are demonstrations of of ide- our ideas of, of parenting. Right? Because we really don't know if it's been malpractice until uh truthfully until they until they become adults and fail. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, it I didn't late. tell them that. Right, until it's too late. Ooh, I didn't tell them that. I should have taught him that. But if it's one of those, boy, I told you that when you was in the third grade. You know what I mean? Like I've been telling you that. You just screwed up or you Decided that you didn't want to maneuver this way, but as a parent, Ray, I still gotta, I still gotta wear it because everybody know that you mine. So it's like going out there without putting on with, with with a wrinkled shirt or no cologne. They know you mine.
1: Yeah, they do.
0: I'm just I don't I don't know what to say, man. It's 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 sad, and and that's just and that's just um, from a two parent household. That's from um, so just imagine when it's just the one parent, and Mm -hmm. we really don't 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 know who's who, who until it's too late. And,
3: and and then even in the one-parent household, I think the more of the um, issue becomes is in a one-parent, there's no balance. So the one-parent doesn't see what they're missing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, mom and son and, and son don't want to, you know, iron their shirt. Well, she's looking around and saying, okay, well, you know, even though he ain't wearing his shirt, he's still the best, you know, best dressed thing out here, and so she says it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Well, she may say she she's saying it's okay because she's looking at that current situation, but if dad were around, you know, dad would say, well, this is what you know, you're a boy You know, you're going to be a man And this is how men carry themselves And this is what you need to start doing um, But, you know, mom is missing that Because she doesn't understand Or doesn't see dad's perspective So the unfortunate part is is There's a lot of parental, mispar- malpract- parental malpractice In one-parent households Either, you know, father A um, father household Or just a mother household
2: Mm-hmm
0: and I think and I agree with you. I think that's the reason why we have to remove the ego from the situation. Because you got to find that help. You gotta find that that positive. You know, um my twin was telling me that there was a lady at the church who had something to do and he, you know, took the son, took the child. You know, he's 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 actually the good twin, so I'm I'm sure that he uh you know, the same way even at church, and that's why she felt comfortable in doing so. Um, but you got to have that support factor around you, that positive, positive, positive. That's the key: positive support factor.
3: Yeah, but but and you think about it though too. Okay, I, I hear I hear you saying positive, but just think about it. You know, so back when I was growing up, you know, um, I, I grew up with with my grandparents, and until you know, my grandpa died, it was a two-parent household, and I mean, even my parents were still alive, so they, I, I know them, um, but I say this to say, like, even you know, in growing up in the two-parent household or whatever, and, and having just that village or that, that support, most, <laughs> like, not everybody in my family was positive. Now, they were present, you know, so say for my brother, for instance, you know, like after my granddaddy died, and you know, my brother started going left. You know, I had uncles and stuff who was willing to, you know, hey, let me, you know, let me whip him right on the shape. And my my mom was dead set against it, and it was like, you touch my son, and I I, I kill you, you know. She's that kind of mom. Um, So back to the positives, while they – they weren't necessarily all the way positive. I think their intentions were positive, but, man, they were, you know, like every time I seen one of them, they would toe up, you know. Um, So, again, it's unfortunate, but not all, not everybody has those positive influences that you need. I mean, in a perfect world, we would all have, you know, that one positive person who can do this, that, and the third, but um, that's just not the reality of
0: it. Well, there's more. May not have been in that that immediate circle, but there are more positive people out there. Um, But maybe it was because your mother didn't let them spank that ass or or what have you? The reason why, you know what I mean, like, so. Yeah. And because she didn't, because she, you know, didn't let him go through that. Ah, uh, it could be the reasons. Like she blocked his positive influences. <laughs> she was a blocker.
3: Well, right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, she she blocked. Positive influences because they they had good intentions, but they weren't mm-hmm. necessarily living positive lives themselves. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you know, from her her perspective, she's probably like, like you you be you be taking a can back, you know. Every time I see you, and you wanna whip him in shape, you need to do something with your own life before you try to, you know, like so. That was probably her thought process, and to why she didn't want them reprimanding her child, like. You ain't got no business reprimanding nobody. Um, lack of respect, you know. Um, obviously, play the factor. Um, but so even though people have positive intentions, they may not necessarily live the po- a positive lives themselves. Like that's the re- the reality that we're in, you know. So just because you drink all the time doesn't mean you can't impart a word of wisdom or two into the next young man
0: or young girl. So true. Twin, what's your thoughts?
1: I definitely agree. Um, I think uh, there are people who does have positive intentions. Um in trying to assist and help, even though they may not be the right person. And sometimes, sometimes that word of wisdom and stuff may come from the person you may least expect at the same time, too. Um, sometimes you may look at, I guess, the outward appearance of the person or what they may be going through. But sometimes that person has a story or that person has something they can say to you that may stick with you that just to make you think. Um, but I do understand the the outside part of looking at, you know, you're this person, you're drinking, you're that, and how are you going to try to discipline my child or you have children of yourself and you can't take care of them or you can't discipline them and keep them in shape, so why are you going, why are you going to take, come over here and try to tell my child to do something and you need to go worry about your own children? I mean, those are things that Some parents think that if you can't take care of your household, don't come over here trying to take care of mine and, you know, do anything to my child. And even though it could have been something that the child needed because they're not getting it from maybe the home aspect, um, then, you know, if they block all the positive influences or the discipline or the words of wisdom that could come, then what do you have? You know, if you're blocking everybody from trying to impart into your child to help them be better, help them do better, uh, help them think um, in a different kind of way and manner, then is it the parental uh, malpractice? You know, you're, you're blocking everybody so that nobody can tell your child anything, and you may put in a nugget in their head as they get older that, well, can't nobody tell me nothing, I don't care what age they are that's what mm-hmm. my mama always showed me that no adult could say anything to me. And if they did, she would get on them. So guess what? Can't no boss tell me nothing. Can't no manager tell me nothing. And you don't know how that may spill out into their life, their workplace. And, you know, you look at your child and be like, well, how, why are you talking back to me? You know, well, you trained her not to respect authority. So when she bucks at you because you don't like nothing, even though you're the parent. She's old enough to actually come back at you. And you wonder, well, why are you acting like this? A lot of that stuff stems from what you taught her as a child. Can't know no mm-hmm. or anybody discipline your child or tell your child anything. And then she's going to get to the point that you can't tell her nothing. I'm grown now. So, Mama, you can't tell me nothing. Daddy, you can't tell me nothing. That's what y'all taught me. And sometimes <laughs> you're the product of the madness that you create.
0: Boy, I'm so sure you're right. I, uh, <laughs> my... my I, Personal experience, my oldest daughter She's 23 years old She will go word for word Told her to her mama like She just On the street Listen You can't pay that girl to talk girl, Hey, you can't pay her to talk back to me But that's To your point, that's what you've done You, Her mom Did the same thing to her mother Which is my daughter's grandmother You know what I mean? So this mm-hmm. is the seed that you have planted This is the monster mm-hmm. that you have created So yeah it's also Parental malpractice Malpractice you know When you're not setting them up Success mm-hmm. There's, What I mean, about lying Lying as far as
3: Lying to your children
0: about anything. Oh. Yeah. No. Well, it, I won't say lying. What I will say is being selective of what you tell them. So I guess omission is is a is lying. But I'm not gonna tell you, you know, son. Well, I do tell my son, you know. Hey, hey! Don't knock on the door. I'm about to go make your sister. You know what I mean? Uh. Something like that, I would say no. But if you tell your child that this is your your father and he's not your child's father, then yeah, that's parental malpractice. Is that where you're going with it? So well, yeah, just um,
3: you know, lying in general. You know, uh, <laughs> I mean, anything. With, you know, when I was growing up, they used to call them little white lies, but. You know, you tell them one thing and it's and it's another. You know, um, gosh, you know, saying that, you know, saying, well, you know, I don't know, shoot, I can't even think of little white lies, but you know, um, like saying that you're going to the store, you know, but you but you know you're not going to the store, you know, you're slipping out to go and see somebody, you know I'll what I mean? Or, Right, yeah, yeah, and you leaving, you know, leaving your kids at home, um, or saying that, I don't know, um, or, or trying to cover for, you know, familial problems, you know, trying to cover up drinking or trying to cover up you know, some type of abuse situation or trying to cover up the fact that, you know, your grandma cursed like a sailor, you know, any little thing, any little, you know, any non-truth that, you know, because like our son, he asks questions frequently about all kinds of stuff. And, you know, my thing is I don't lie. I mean, I'm not going to sit down and write down what I tell you today um, and then I try to have to remember you know, two years from now, what we talked about. So if, whatever it is, yeah, I'm going to tell you the truth. And if it's, if it's something you can't handle, then don't ask. That's just how, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just that's just my approach. Even um, like more recently, say, for instance, even with this whole virus, you know, like I had little ones um, are a four-year-old. You know, I'm not, I'm not, He's asking, you know, like, well, why can't we go to the stores? Well, you know, because I don't want you going to the stores because, you know, there's there's a virus going around. And so I would rather you stay home and mommy go to the store. Or, you know, rather you sit in the car with your brother and I go to the store because I don't want you picking up different things. You know, so I'm telling him the truth. You know, I'm not just making up something for the sake of, um, you see what I'm saying? So can lying cause or, you know, cause parental or, you know, parental malpractice?
0: I'm going to let pastor uh, answer that one. Pastor, good evening.
5: Good evening, sir.
3: Good
5: evening. Um, evening. Miss Quick is all over this thing. Uh, You know, one of the reasons that we have, um, um, on, I don't know if you want to call it cycles Or or, or whatever you want to call it You know, generational curses uh, You can call them whatever you want to call it Most of them occur because of lies And, you know, adults can call them You know, protecting family secrets all day long When you don't tell the truth uh, The definition of that is a lie And when you don't mm-hmm. tell them the truth uh, You're stunning their growth If, you know, you say, well, um, you know, about this coronavirus, you say, well, uh, I don't want you to go to the store because uh, only adults can go right now or or whatever, whatever, whatever. You need to tell them the truth, and that way, you know, um, they'll know. The Bible said the only thing gonna set you free is truth, and we as parents, we are some of the best liars that I know. We lie about everything. We'll even tell our kids. Some will tell their kids, you know, um, answer the phone or answer the door, tell them I'm not here. You know, we're teaching them
4: uh,
5: to lie. We're, we're teaching them to lie. Some will put things in their kids' names, you know, early on so that because their credit is so bad. That's teaching your kid to lie. Whenever you bring home, you know, Jody and that's not daddy, you're teaching your kid a lie. You're showing them that what God says is not real, you know. um, And we teach them more by not saying anything than saying anything. That nonverbal communication, you know, they watch what you do, and they imitate their atmosphere. And so by doing that, all we're doing is teaching them lies. That's all that we're doing, you know. And we got to get our standards from, in my opinion, the Word of God. And if we're not following the Word of God, then guess what? We're teaching our kids how to lie. They don't know to read the Bible. They don't know who God is or what he's about. They're watching you. You're, as the old folk used to say, you're the only Bible they'll ever see. And so we're we're teaching them a a lie, not going to work and sitting around. And and by no means am I downing anyone that's, you know, uh, on government assistance. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying sitting around and just saying I'm not going to work, you know, let the government take care of me. You're teaching them a lie. You're not teaching them that hard work is the way you get things done. So, yeah, that's that's, um, one of the, I mean, that's a big pet peeve of mine. And that's what we do is, you know, as parents, we're not teaching them how to be parents. You know, we're supposed to, as parents, we're supposed to work ourselves out of a job. We're supposed to teach our kids and train up, according to the Bible, train up our kids in the way that they should go. That's what we're supposed to be doing. But we don't raise them. Uh, to build up, we raise them to be kids. I'll do it for mm-hmm. you. You know, you you never, you know, you never just uh, show them how to do it. You'll do it for them and call them when it's done. You know, we mm-hmm. teach them. You know, it, it, when I was a little boy, it was a it was an honor to get a wallet. You got a wallet, man. You 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 you. That was like a bar mitzvah, man. You 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 will, you, will, you pass a test if you got a wallet, man. Now people don't give kids a wallet. Matter of fact, they. Kids buy their own first wallet later on in life. You know, they rather buy have the rap album. Put a rubber band bank in your pocket, a stack, or whatever you want to call it. You know, it's it's no, it's, you know, because with that rubber band bank and all this, you know, that uh, stuff you got in your 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 pants pocket, you don't have a license in there. You don't have ID in there. You don't have things that matter in there. All you got is money. You know, so.
6: Mm. We're teaching
5: them a life when we don't correct them. You know, uh, my mother asked my son, uh, it was actually on Mother's Day. She said, uh, son, uh, do you need some money to get you some pants?'" And what it was is he had on a pair of jeans that were, I don't know if you call them ripped jeans. I don't know what you call them. But they had, uh, you know, several holes in them. But he bought it. He actually bought them like that. So, you know, when he bought him, I didn't say anything, you know. He's a kid. Let him him be a kid. Okay, my mother told him, said, "Uh, son, you need some money to get you some pants? And he laughed about it. And all of a sudden, when she said it, I got a little bit offended, not at her, but at myself, because I said, you know what? I really need to tell him, express yourself, enjoy yourself, make sure you do, but make sure that you know that there's a line there. Make sure that you know that there is a line there. You know, make sure that you carry yourself in a respectful manner. Don't get too far out there or whatever. I'm letting him push the line, push the line, push the line. Nothing wrong with the jeans uh, as far as I'm concerned, but I noticed he liked wearing that pair of jeans more than any other pair of jeans. And one day he could wear them somewhere that would hurt him. So all I'm saying is I don't say something to him. If I don't correct him, guess what I'm doing? I'm lying to him. I am absolutely lying to him. I heard a quick talk about. Um, I think he said 23 year old daughter or whatever it was. Uh, now it's it's wrong for her to talk uh, to her mom that way. But if her mom was allowed to talk that way, now you've got this generational thing going. And before you mm-hmm. know it, you got you got this thing going on 10, 20 generations, and don't know where it started from. And it all started because somebody lied by not saying, "Little girl, sit down, shut up. You will not talk to me like that." Or whatever So yeah, Miss Quick is on to something now And like I said, I've probably said too much But man, that's a pet peeve of mine we, we don't like telling the truth You know, I know that that person over there Looked just like me And that ain't my cousin Who is that? Okay, so Uncle Junebug done slid behind the house Went up underneath the trees with one of my cousins mm. But we mm. won't talk about that stuff We won't talk about that Because you don't shame the family But you mm. lie to them and next thing you know uh, Your family tree going straight up But I will digress from right
2: there Preach
0: Right You know it's, Like I said uh, Because of the way I raised I was raised You know I checked that you know, We don't do this back and forth This is not a conversation Um uh, As far as lying, the miss quick, she says, and the boy says, Daddy, uh, can I have this? I said, Can I have some? I said, No. He said, Why? I said, Because it's mine. Right? She's like, Oh, I never thought of that. So, what you were telling him? You know what I mean? Like, that's the truth. It's yours. No. But certain things we don't think about as lying, we think about lying as something serious. You know what I mean? Like um, I paid the bill. I don't know why I got turned off. You know, let me call these folks and see what's going on, knowing that you didn't have the money to pay the bill. You know what I mean? But that's adults that's adult business. You see the difference? That's that's what I look at as lying. <laughs>
3: You look okay. at it like okay. like actually putting effort into it, but I think that you know, unfortunately, for most people, is lying is effortless. You know, and and even like the pastor says, sometimes you know you can lie just by not saying anything. You know, you mm-hmm. maybe telling to lie simply because you know your son walk in here, you know, thinking he looked good, and and you know he need to change them tight jeans or whatever, and and you sit up there and. And you say yes, I ain't go. You you know, or or don't correct him. Then then you lie.
5: When I don't fulfill my responsibility as an adult, as a parent, as a child of God, I'm living a lie. And I'm you know,
4: correct. Bible I teaches
5: say. me that I'm. My thank you, sir. The Bible teaches me that I'm I'm the I'm the light of the world. I'm supposed to be seen. And if I'm living in a the light, then guess what? Then I'm responsible for all those that uh let me give you an example. I'm 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 not telling anybody to be democratic, or Republican or none of that. But the leader of the country should be wearing a mask if for no other reason, just to demonstrate the proper way of caring for yourself during this virus. But rather, do you see him wearing a mask or things like that? Maybe he don't need one. I guess that would be a personal preference, but because of his position, because of the role that he carries, the responsibility that rests on his shoulders, he should have one on. He should have one on. When I get in my car, I don't have to say a thing, but if I don't put on my seatbelt, I'm lying to my children, because what I'm telling mm. them is that's not necessary and that's not important. So we we got to mm. understand. Listen, uh, the 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 when we go to court and they say this thing, you know, I I finally got a I had a, I, well I still have a problem with it. This is what it says: Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole the truth, whole. and nothing but the truth? Here's my problem with it: Is there such thing as a half truth? What what do you mean the whole, whole truth? Life? In other words, he is talking about withholding information. It's, it's talking mm. about, well, if you know it, you need to speak up about it, you know, because we get selective amnesia real quick. We mm. We, mm. we act as if we don't know, and you know good and well we know, you know, we just don't well, careful. i just keep a, yeah, yeah, yeah Yes, sir. Yes, okay. sir. Yes, sir. So, you know, this line thing, man, like I said, I don't know if this is, Direction you wanted to go in, but if you want to talk about malpractice, wow, here it is right here, here it is right here. Even in the Bible, this is, this was is a man, and this man this man's name was Peter, and somebody walked up to him and said, um, "You one of those Jesus follower dudes?" He said, "No, nah, I'm not." Well, you lied. Okay. Then the next time somebody came up to him and said, "I believe I saw you with Jesus," he said, "No, you didn't." He lied again, and then the last time. He came up and he said something. Peter cursed and told him, no, you don't call me that anymore. Basically, the Bible puts it pretty and said he denied Christ. No, he didn't. He lied about it. It's what I lied about it. He, we, see, and that's what happens when we sanitize everything. And even in the pulpit, that's what we say. He denied Christ. Well, you better go look up the word and see what it means. He lied about him. He knew he knew, mm. but he lied to try to protect him, his own self. Now, I'm not saying the man should have been perfect. You know, if I thought I was going to die, maybe I would lie too. I don't know. But lying is what got us where we are. You know, lying mm. always, you know, because this is what the Bible says about lying It'll show you how dangerous it is. It said that the devil is the father of lies. So when we mm. lie, we act more like the devil than we are like God. So. Mm-hmm. There you
2: have it, man. Lying is no game, brother.
0: This is the real deal. You're absolutely right. You know, when we when we have when we have these conversations, and um, and everybody and I love the fact that everybody laid their facts down, right, their truths, um, because it all it helps all of us. Once again, when you go out your way to to create. It's a, it's a lie, you know Versus Like I like I was just saying You know, the difference of the two In actuality, there's no difference A lie is a lie So I'm gonna apologize Because I didn't think it was that way But I was essentially lying Thank y'all Oh, don't get quiet now Twin, come on up here, Twin. I know you in the cut
1: listening. I am, I am. (laughs) And um, just listen to everybody, uh, pastor and just everything. Um, It's a lot, like you said, lying (laughs) started really in the Bible. And it it definitely hasn't stopped since then. Um, But... I do know that even in my grandparents' time period, I mean, their generation was taught don't ask certain questions, um, don't say nothing, and at the time they didn't tell the truth to they on their deathbed. Uh, they took their truth. Some took their lies and truth to the grave. Um, so you wonder where the line of things Kind of continued on and and probably in the other generations because I think it's something they were taught from what they observed. They observed adults having conversations. Kids weren't privy to those conversations, but if they would ask certain questions, the adult would never tell the kid the truth regarding certain situations. Um, and it wasn't until sometimes they were either ready to go where they did say, okay, let me tell you tell you this, 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 that, and the third. Um, happened to my mom. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. when to my grandmother was about to pass away, she said, Okay, this is your daddy, this is this, this is this and I was in what, junior high elementary, going to see my mom's biological father for the first time. And he had what, a two-year-old running around in diapers? And I'm like, you going to be my granddaddy? you have a baby? Like, it was just one of those situations <laughs> yeah, yeah. where you like, what in the world? Like, this is a uh, how, – how did this happen? And, and then – but it was one of those things where they kept stuff. And I'm thankful that my mother didn't really raise up that way because she's like, Miss Quick. My mom was like, I'm not going to lie for you. She like, don't ask me because I'm going to tell you the truth. She was like, you ain't about to make me stand. I ain't going to lie. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell. If anybody asks me a question, I'm going to tell them the truth. Mm -hmm. And that's the way she raised us, to just tell the truth, you know. And I think a lot of people now in a lot of generations, this generation, people really don't like the truth. As much as they really want to hear the truth, a lot of people don't like the truth. They don't like the God-awful truth. People ask you, hey, how do I look? You don't look good. They want to get offended or want to fight, but like you ask me the question.
4: You want me to
1: lie? (laughs) So there's a lot of things that people ask you questions and expect you to give give them the nice answer because I think, honestly, people really don't want to know the truth about a lot of stuff. But I take on my mom's aspect where I'm like, I'm going to tell you the truth if you ask me, and if you're offended by it, don't ask me the question. Because I didn't invite your question. You asked me. So if you ask me the question, you need to be ready for the response that's going to come, whether you like it or not. But I think a lot of people in this generation, they're so easily offended because they really don't want to know the truth. And I think they seek acceptance and some form of truth being in social media and things of that nature to feed into whatever – mindset they may have of themselves, but I think a lot of times I think it's still one of those things where I think people want to tell, but people really just don't want to know the truth about certain things, even though they claim they want to know the truth and the whole truth and everything of that aspect. I don't think people really want to know the truth. I think people would rather have you tell them it's true to make them feel good rather than knowing the truth, and they'd be hurt by
0: it. Yeah, I can dig that. It's too, So, when I was growing up, two things I used to always hear. Ask me no questions, I'll tell you no lie. Yeah. Okay. Then, I'll, you know, you ask where are you going? Oh, I'm going to see a man about a, a, a hog or a mule or a dog or whatever. <laughs> you know. And this last and final thing is, is very, very important. I was leaning on my island and Miss Quick asked, you know, would you tell me if I'm gaining weight? And I said no I would not I'm not going to lie to you and say I will I'm not <laughs> Listen I don't care how much y'all want to beat it or, or call it I'm going to lie about that I'm going to let y'all know right now I'm putting it on Y'all right need to nine. talk to him <laughs> Right now <right, laughs> I will not <laughs> Listen here no. I, will I got a question for you
5: I, how you gonna tell him one thing and the and the scale telling her something
3: else. I mean come on bro. Me
5: right. So. That's
3: why I,
0: need it. To the, <laughs> doctor, I told her, listen to the
3: scale.
0: You don't need me to tell you if you're gaining weight. Them jeans telling you. That ain't for me to <laughs>
5: <laughs> But she asked you
0: though. I, I know. She won't he she, she asked me because she told me to lie. Am I gaining weight? <laughs> no. <Nope.
2: laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. You look <laughs> no, the same size you was when I met you baby <laughs>
5: <laughs> Listen quick let me tell you
0: something man Um a you week ain't before... agreeing with me Ain't going to tell me nothing I ain't going to trouble <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> nah,
5: nah, I, just want, I just want to show you the danger Of lying uh, uh, The week before Mother's Day It was on a Sunday matter of fact um, a friend of mine. He's a he's a good friend. I've known him for a while. He's a pastor, and uh, his mom, you know, was yeah you know, had terminal cancer. You know, battled with it for a extended period of time. And so, before she passed away, um, you know, they let me know. Okay, uh, obviously he wasn't gonna be in any shape to, to try to carry out you know the uh, the the funeral and all of that. So you know they ask and you know I had been knowing her for a while and she wanted that she you know we we communicated and she wanted to know I wanted me to know that listen this is what I want you to do and for him I said you know no problem we'll do it all of that well I've been knowing this man for you know a long time this man has no clue he's never known who his father is and his mother would not tell him would not tell him then it was rumored who it was and you know, he gravitated towards the man and finally the man told him, I'm not your daddy And so he just said, you know, when she gets ready she'll tell me And do you know that we uh deposited that woman's body into the ground and as of this very moment right now he still don't know who his father is. And if I'm not mistaken, he's 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 You know, getting on up in his, well, he's not ancient, but he's getting on up in his age. I think he's, I want to think he's around 59, something like that, 58, 59 years old, and don't even know who his father is. She took that lie to her grave. She did not tell him. She was a member. She had moved away for a while, and um, when she came back towards home, uh, she joined his church. She was a, a member under his leadership, a member of his church for nearly 20 years, but she still, I don't know if it was embarrassment. And the worst part is this, my mother, and I love my mom now, so you say something quick, I'm going to have to come down there and and do something to you, but my mom, this is what she said, Um, she said that um, I'll call the lady Paula, that wasn't her name, but uh, did, did, did Paula ever tell that boy who his daddy was? And I said, I'd rather not even get into that. And she said, she know who the daddy is, Said I know who the daddy is. And then all of a sudden, uh-uh. I didn't just get mad at the woman. I got mad at my mother because I'm like, okay, you know who the daddy is, and you haven't he said don't. anything. So everybody that they used to run around with knows but nobody would tell this man. Nobody would tell this man. So you just got this ongoing lie. Now, this man has a wife. He has uh, two daughters of his own, and they don't even know who their grandfather is. And so this lie just keeps going. It's like this. this it's like it's, there's several secrets running around in the town that I'm in, and that's one of them right there. Mm. That's one of them right there. You know, and that's how dangerous that is. So not only is the guy, you know, and this is in my opinion hurting because his mom is gone, but he he's hurting also because he don't know who his daddy is. And she didn't tell him. She told him everything that she owned, gave him a key to her um, um, uh, 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 special little box, security box that she had. Uh, I mean, everything that she would need. I mean, she took care of her insurance, you know, made sure everything was just – had already gotten together. This is who I want to sing at my funeral.
4: I mean, all of
5: this stuff. But he don't know. And he's sitting there, and I'm thinking – you know, I'm up in front of the mic, and he's sitting there, and I see him with his hands over his head. And I don't know. It's just my crazy mind. But, you know, we had to observe the social distancing. You know, funerals are not <laughs> – it's, it's just an odd thing during this time and season. But nonetheless, all the people that showed up, they had to be, I mean, a tremendous distance away. Uh, but all those men that are standing out there, I can only imagine him looking around at the funeral wondering, who, who my daddy? It? Which one can it be? Yeah. Can you imagine going through something like that? I mean, that's what, and then here's the thing right now. I'm lying to him, and I'm going to tell you why I'm lying to him. I don't know who it is, and I'm not going to talk my mother like that, but here's my thing. I'm hurting for him, and I won't mm-hmm. talk to him about it. I won't talk to him about it. I told him, I'll joke with him about it. I told him, I said, well, man, you know, um, i tell you what. Um, I'll just give you my daddy. I don't want you. Yeah, right. You know, something like that. Right. I'll say something like that, <laughs> right. you know. And uh man, guess what? He'll check me. He'll check me, man. He'll check me right quick. He said, Look, man, he said, Don't you play with your daddy like that, man. Listen, you love your father. Then I wanna you know, we wanna do something to each other, then we don't like each other. But all I'm saying, man, is look at how that lie has damaged this man. So now he don't have a mother and in essence he don't have a father. Mm-hmm. He don't have mm-hmm. a father. And you know uh, if some some, some guy showed that's up and, and all of a sudden now he's got a brother. But <laughs> guess know what? the brother the brother don't know who his father is either. So that, right? yes, yeah, his brother don't know. <laughs> Damn. His brother don't know. He didn't know he got a call, literally got a call and um, said, I need you to come and help me. I'm very sick, blah, blah, blah. And he f- flies to Washington, D.C., goes up there, and the guy tells him, listen, man, um, I don't know if they told you, but I'm your brother. He introduces himself, and this dude is like, man, what in the world? And his mom didn't clear any of it up. He's just out here right now. He's just, um, as soon as his mom died, she we buried her on a Sunday, he was back to work on a Monday Because he didn't want to take time off He just said it's best for me to keep working And <laughs> and so I'm hurting for this dude man. I am hurting for yeah. this dude But it's a lie that I, I don't know how it continues to live But it,
0: it does It does. I think it's going to continue to live Until he confronts it Right I had a guy that was, that The lie was told on me Listen to this The guy told me that another guy told him that I'm in prison. I don't been to prison. Uh, that my grandma did and that's how I got all this money and wow. Uh, wow, all this stuff. That that we we had the same father. All that. That, you know, my father is not my father. His father's my father. And he told him that uh, that Sean... Is his name and he's gonna, y'all gonna end up working together and all this kind of stuff. Like, listen, bro, when I tell you lies upon lies, lies upon lies, That's sick. And the guy, the guy came to me and was like, "Yeah, man," I'm like, "Bro, he's not my brother, man." I said, "This is my father right here." No, my father ain't did he don't get it twisted, now he ain't did shit for me in life. He but he's still my father. Not my daddy, but my father. (laughs) And I'm like, my grandma is in Florida. She's living good and well. My mom too. I ain't never been to prison. I've been to Navy's almost like prison, but it ain't quite prison. And he was like, dog, he's lying. I'm like, lying? And he was like, man, why He he say, man, I want to do something to this dude for lying like this, bro. Wow. Yeah. So you, you're absolutely right. Now, could this be something that he learned from his parents? Is this a product of of parental malpractice, or is this something that he picked up later on in life? Like, he was raised right, but he ditched it off and, off the track I don't want to say but I'm just We were just talking about lying and I'm just simply saying how You know it's bad when you're being lied on But when dude Confronted me with it and I laid it On the table That's the only way you can kind of beat a lie But the sad part about it Is some people will believe a lie before they believe the truth That's right That's the sad mm-hmm. part about it mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We're going to take this time to introduce Ronell to the line. He's been ill-hustling and laughing, so we're going to let him join <laughs> in, I guess. Welcome, I my brother. It. I appreciate
6: that. I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello, everyone, and I'm glad to hear that everybody is safe and um, having this great dialogue and sharing up intellect. Let's go.
0: Man, I thought you had something meaningful to say.
6: Oh, no, I was just for, I mean I'm laughing in here listening to the conversation. I
0: mean, I came in about halfway while Professor was talking. Oh, you missed you missed. I heard you talk about parental malpractice. you
6: about somebody lying.
0: Correct. Yeah, man. Correct. Correct. So let the you, you, malpractice is the improper, illegal, or negligent professional activity or treatment, especially by a medical pr- practitioner, lawyer, or public of, of, official. And mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. Think it's Quick just like I'm just gonna throw parent in there because it can parenting can fall into there somewhere mm-hmm. if you don't do it the way you're supposed to. Or the way God intended. Yeah, yeah correct.
6: I'm in agreement. Yeah.
0: You got some you got some input you wanna give? Oh yeah, man, I mean so from my standpoint as far as the
6: parental, uh my practice is the off uh the lost ideals of responsibility. You know, like, mm-hmm. like it's my responsibility to teach and treat. You know, my own, especially the the correct and incorrect. And if I don't, then I need to be held accountable. I will be held accountable for it. Maybe not to law, but um, to God. God will hold me accountable too. Not, you know, in, taking responsibility and my kids in a way that they, you know, should go. And I do believe also that everybody has, everybody makes choices. Mm-hmm. And at, at a certain point, you know, you can't, I mean, you you can't control any one person or anybody, or you can steer them. All you can do is share with this point, a malpractice, parental, I should say, malpractice going on. I mean, and that's been going on right, I mean, you look of at the, you you look at a lot of i mean it's it's because some of it is guided, and some of it is misguided in a sense of you have some mothers that you know some single mothers that have been done wrong by or felt that they were done wrong by their baby daddy or their kid's father, so they take it out on the kid, oh for sure. You know they allow their hurt, their pain, their uh, mis- misguidedness mis- to uh, to direct the kids in a manner or in a way that they don't have the tools that they need to become successful, meaningful, and um, productive. Uh, productive, yeah, productive people in the community. So, I mean, and it's, it's all a lesson learned, and unfortunately, a lot of times society. Um, Will Teach you if you don't
0: learn at oh. Well we was also talking You know in, in, in that it mentioned negligent, and We had a scenario where there's a single Mom or a single parent and If they don't mm-hmm. don't don't solicit Help from positive people In the community in the church Or people that they just have regular Dealings with then that's also Parental malpractice Because I believe we all can agree that a single parent can't do it all by themselves.
2: Uh, I don't know, though,
0: because
6: I mean, I I look at that as a a maturity level, too, though. I look at that as a maturity level as well to know that because there's a lot of immature people that's having kids that have no idea. I mean... A lot, a lot, a lot of <laughs> immature people that have kids that don't know, you know, that don't even know how to go for guidance for themselves, let alone for how to raise a child.
0: So does that make it ne- less negligent? I mean, I understand the ignorance, but I'm, what I'm just simply saying is if you are a single dad and you have a daughter and mm-hmm. you're going to try to raise this daughter. By yourself with no help from any of the women at the church, from any your hairstyle is like, period. I think you're doing this daughter an injustice.
6: I would agree. I totally agree. But I but I feel like again you're coming from uh, <laughs> a very mature, insane mind, a sensible mind, a mind that thinks about the outcome. To situations that thinks about choices in life, you're coming from that standpoint where, I, I honestly, and I mean, I'm seeing it through this pandemic. I honestly don't believe that everybody out there has uh, has the common sense.
0: Well, common the, sense is the very is
6: simple, the the very simple you know seek and find. If you don't know,
0: okay. figure it out. Okay, well, I'm gonna throw this on over to Miss Quick and see what she got to say. And I'm gonna have to throw it back out there.
2: Throw you. I mean, I'm, I I, I I'm, I'm,
0: agree. Yeah. Do You agree?
2: Yeah,
3: that's all I got for right now. I agree.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, pastor,
2: <laughs> <laughs> pastor.
0: <laughs> hey, I told you. I, hey, I'm a smart man. I know when to and when not to. I just leave it
2: alone.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> pastor, what you, where you at, bro?
5: I'm listening. What was that last comment, man? I was. I stepped away for a quick second. Would talk to me.
0: Uh, he said that uh, he angles uh, right now said that uh, the level of maturation plays a part in uh, in all of this. Common sense will play a part especially, you know, we're talking about the single parent soliciting help from the positive people to help raise these children, you know, or this child. Especially if it's the opposite uh Opposing sex, you know, father, daughter, mother, son. Mm-hmm. Am I right right now? Because I don't want to allow you.
6: Yes. No, okay. No, no, correct, correct, correct. I'm, and I'm, and I'm saying the, the majority of experiences that I've had with people have a, a lack of uh, maturity to be able to go to someone or figure it out, so to speak, right? If they don't right. know it, find somebody that knows it.
0: That knows it, absolutely. Right. So, Pastor, what's your thoughts on that? Do you think that that's 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 a good to practice, or is it? I, think, it he's, uh,
5: I think he's correct yeah. on it. I mean, there's a lot of folk that their their body is a lot more mature than their mind, you know, and and they don't know. I mean, unfortunately, that's the way it is, and. Uh, you know, one of the things, I, I hate to say this, that popped into my mind is, as he was kind of explaining everything, this thing goes from the White House all the way down, man. I mean, this is, uh, you know, this is uh, mm-hmm. sad to say, but that's that's just where we are. Um, that's just where we are in this world right now. It is, we got mm, mm, the inmates running in asylum, I guess you would say. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But now, as far as um, you know, you were talking about, and I'm just speaking from the church aspect. Um, you know, if I have I have three sons and a daughter, and God forbid if my wife was to pass away, uh, my daughter is is the baby. She's the youngest one, and because she's the youngest one, okay, what happens whenever? Uh, her cycle starts. Okay, where can I go? You know, uh, so you, you're gonna need some help. But you know, people have to be mature enough. I have to, first of all, be mature enough to be able to handle it and to know what direction to go in. But I need to find a mature woman like Miss Quick that would say, "Well, listen, I got you. No strings attached. I'm not after you. You're not after me. It's just you need help right now." Let me help you through this situation. You know, that's rarely seen anymore. You know, there has agree. to be this, this, there's always some kind of string attached somewhere. You know, if I speak to this woman about this, then, you know, mm-hmm. uh, there's got to be something going on or whatever. It's, I don't know, man. There's just no no trust in the world. There's no dependence. There's no, I don't know, man. We're just flying by the seat of our pants right now. And I don't, I don't like the way it is, but it is what it is right now. You know, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I try to keep my wife. <laughs> I try to keep my wife afloat because my boys is good for the most part. But with that daughter, mm-hmm. hey man, I I I would have to solicit, you know, assistance because it's, I'm limited mm-hmm. in in what I can give her, and I got to be mature enough to know that, and I've got to find the right source to be able to get her what she needs. So you know, it's a lot out there, man. It's so much. You know, you got
2: kids
0: raising themselves For the most part, so
2: mm-hmm.
0: Watch this I'm about to hit y'all with something real heavy Alright, yeah. what about the the, the, the the Father who's raising his son Right, single father who's raising his son mm-hmm. Who uh, Got custody But he's, 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 he Don't know what it's like to have A successful relationship So how are you going to Talk to your son, a teacher, a son about a successful relationship If you haven't had one
6: Hmm He's going to teach some theory <laughs> Or do you to uh, find somebody that has a successful relationship And ask them hey, That's, uh, be, be man that's the mature the man yeah.
0: That's the mature man
6: Okay, correct Correct,
0: but remember, we were just talking about how you know common sense is in common, and we don't know all the reason why all his relationships ended. But we just know that if you had, if you, if I've never seen you in a, a relationship or a successful relationship, then I don't know if I'm gonna take your advice or if you've been married 13 14 times, you can't get me married on the bike. Only thing you do is tell me how to get married. You can't tell me how to stay married
4: Mm
0: And hell It's probably probably your
6: fault Well you can tell me all the stuff you did wrong and what I need to Right uh, Right So those are the things that I'm talking about Yeah I mean when I look at it When I look at it I I look at You know what is a leader What makes a leader Right what makes a leader is, the, is is a person that can follow, is a person that can seek guidance from wise counsel, right, and have the ability to decipher what's wisdom, what's just uh, thought of, just uh, concepts, conceptually, right. So I, I say that because I believe a lot of people are in leadership roles that and they aren't leaders
4: uh-huh.
6: themselves right they don't they don't they don't meet the standard of leadership and to meet man dude needs to be like a course in high school that needs to be a, uh, that needs to be high school from ninth grade all the way through through twelfth grade you know you need to be looking about some leadership. Leadership qualities, leadership lessons, you know, how to make good decisions as a leader. And I like a lot of people are given these titles, right, are entitled by the types given due to becoming a parent, and they're not really the leaders that they that can lead
4: properly.
0: Well, I know, I get what you're saying. And I know know for a fact that um, in order to be a good leader, you must have been a good follower. Um, So I I agree. And I do think that people get caught up in the titles or get entitled because of titles, but didn't actually put in the work to get the titles. Um, Mm -hmm. Just because you're a leader... Or just because you lead doesn't mean you're a leader because if people are not confident in following you, and that's and that's you know father own up to to have it it moves you know father, pastor, mm-hmm. whatever you're mm-hmm. gonna be held accountable mm-hmm. for all those that you misled or that you or that you misguided or misinformed, or things like that. That's now that's between we mm-hmm. and God. But all I'm saying is I think that should be like a a, a harder a harder lash, if you will, because you've done <laughs> like a serious disjustice. You have. Yeah. You know, be right here teaching these folk that wear your pants tight and 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 long hair and these boys. You know, to where you dress like a woman and all that. If you're telling these kids that these boys that that's right, then I hate to be the one that have to stand in and explain to God.
6: Mhm. I see your point of malpractice.
0: That, that's definitely malpractice. If if I'm mm-hmm. not strong in a, in a particular area, a specific area, I'm going. It is my job. It is my duty. My responsibility. To seek and solicit the help to better my child. If, if it's if it's biblically, hey, pastor, listen, bro, I'm gonna need some uh, private tutorials, some, cause me and my my son and I
6: mm-hmm.
0: need to be better. You know, if it's public speaking, mm-hmm. I call. If it's if it's legal, if it's accounting, mm-hmm. it's my right, it's my job to find the help to better him, to make him mm-hmm. better than me even if it's marital. So you want to get married? Ooh, your dad ain't good in that. Let me call pastor. He, you know, he got 49 years on his belt.
6: Right.
0: And he may say they not they not all good years, or he may say, well, you know, I got 49 years, but only 48 almost good. Either way it goes. <laughs> That's better than what I can give him if I have zero. <laughs>
5: Well, believe it or not, you're actually speaking Bible, and uh, you know, and I know it's subject to everyone's uh, interpretation, and I respect what anyone else says, but the Bible literally tells us that when you know someone's going wrong, we're supposed to warn them, you know, the watchman's supposed to warn them. In other words, the parent, the, the, the pastor, whoever, um, you know, is under my leadership. Your children are under your leadership, and if you see them going wrong, or uh whatever you're supposed to warn them. And this is what it says and you know, it's often said in the church. If you don't do it, then the blood is gonna be required to your hands. In other words, you're gonna mm-hmm. be held responsible. You know, and so mm-hmm. um and that's in Ephesians chapter three, just in case somebody feels like reading. But uh, you know, again it's subject to interpretation, I guess you would say, but um, you know, um I just believe personally that um If you don't know how to do it or if you're not, you know, it's amazing how if a kid gets sick, we don't play doctor, we'll take them to the the hospital. Quick fast. You know, if a kid, you know, of things like that. But then there's certain areas where, you know, we don't get them the help that they need. You know, if they can't read well, rather we spend the money to get them a tutor. Go in there and Mm -hmm. practice. Let the teacher help you. You know, when it costs money or when it takes our time away, that's where we draw the line But unless it's life or death We don't really invest in The next generation Or even in ourselves mm-hmm. You know a good thing Parent to do is okay Listen son I don't know how to do that math And you know what I'm going to get you a tutor and I'm going to sit right here also I'm going to learn yes, right there. And then that way we can tackle this thing together But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That, That's not the mindset that we have You know that's not the mindset that we have. So yeah, you're you're speaking Bible, man. because, um, again that but for me, standing in a pulpit, I can stand there and try to, you know, um, you know, drain the congregation of finances, take up seventy five offerings. Uh, I can say God said everybody give fifty dollars, which is a lie straight from hell, but you know, again, that's I, I digress. Mm-hmm. I can't say what God is saying to somebody else, but kinda of hard for God to say, you know, God says everybody give fifty dollars and I'm sitting over there and I don't have but two pennies in my pocket. Well so apparently God don't mm-hmm. know what's in my pocket. But
4: right. again,
5: you know, it's it's just it's just amazing to me that um we'll sit there and we'll fleece people, you know, like that, but we don't understand. I'm gonna be held accountable for that. I, I mm-hmm. have to give an account I have to pay a price for that. I, I do because I know better. You know, when you know the truth, you gotta live that truth, uh, you gotta speak that truth and you need to pass that truth on. And rarely mm-hmm. we uh you know, do we do that. So uh you're definitely speaking yeah. a Bible when it comes to that, man. And that's that's the way that we gotta lead by whoever said it, we gotta lead by example. Don't ask me to do something you're not already doing. Don't you know, I I got a ton of people in my church they will drop their, well, not a ton, but a lot of them will drop their, their kids off to church. They'll just drop them off. Well, it's not better to to to, to bring your kids. I mean, if you're going to stay home, I know you feel like you're doing a good gesture by dropping your kids off, but I only have them for an hour and a half. You got them for the rest of the week. Who you think they're going to listen to? You know, so you don't do, you know, and I, again, I'm not, I'm not saying don't drop your kids off. I love your kids. I like to have them, but Bring them, right. bring them, bring them, bring because when you're not mm-hmm. there, your kid is trying to make excuses for you. Uh, dad, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know this, um, practice thing. I don't know where you got this thing at, man, but uh, it's kind of personal tonight.
0: You know, it's yeah. funny that you mentioned um, that because even if you don't go, if you don't drop your kid off, you keep them home and they see you cleaning, you know, like you're not out, you know, assing around, you cleaning. So you miss service right. because you don't get it cleaned during the week, but you're cleaning, right? So next or a few Sundays from now when you don't show up, they say, hey, "Where your daddy? Oh, he at home cleaning. Because that's what they know you do.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but if, if you drop them off and, and they don't know what you're doing, it's like, ooh, I don't know. And they're not going to say that. They're going to be like, Oh
2: here at school.
5: This thing with the, 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 the pandemic, the COVID nineteen or whatever, um, I mean I know it's horrific. I I got that, but it's it's also a blessing in disguise because too many people have just told other people, listen man, you just need to go to church. The church has never been the answer. You know, God is the answer, but not the church. It's just a building. And now the people can't to get to pastor. Now that they can't get to the church, you know, you, you know, right now, even my kids, you know, we can't go to the church. But, you know, we sit around the table on Sunday morning having breakfast, and we have some serious dialogue. We, we really mm-hmm. – we communicate. We talk. Yeah. We share love. We, you know, we do talk about God from time to time inside of it or whatever. And personally speaking, I'm having, quote, unquote, better church now than I've ever had. Because mm. you know it's genuine. It's no, you know, uh-huh. it's not. It's not long and drawn out. I don't have to get dressed it's, up. It's no, not poetry. rehearsed. Uh, none of that right. stuff, man. N- none of that. I, I just, right. I get there. I talk about God. I demonstrate God, uh-huh. and I'm done. You know, and that's the way it should be. So I think, in a sense, this thing is a blessing in disguise because it's pulling the covers back and yeah. say, what have we been doing? I mean, have we been going to a movie? We've been going to be entertained. We've been going to see yep. how much money we can uh, accumulate. I mean, what is this?
4: What mm. is this all
5: about? Because, again, I, coming up, that, they would tell you in a heartbeat, you just need to go to church. You need to go to mm. church. I, I've never been fond. Please don't tell nobody. This, I've never been fond of the church because <laughs> I don't like, like – <laughs> that's an oxymoron, right? <laughs> that, that doesn't really go together, but – I mean, I I respect the church, but I understand that it's God that I need. Now, I'm not going to tell anybody don't go to church because Mm -hmm. it does say don't forsake the assembling of the saints, but it doesn't have to be in a physical building. We just need Mm -hmm. to get on one accord. We can have church right where we are right now. You know, Mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're conversating together. We're coming to agreement. We're, you know, we're passing along different things. We're dialoguing. We're and we're incorporating God We're using God as the standard or whatever And that's the way it was supposed to be So this, this COVID really has pulled the scales back Because everybody that has been hollering I'm a Christian And you know I'll, I'll Come to my church Nobody can't come to your church now The big church and the small church They're all the same right now Every cool. last mm-hmm. one of them Every last mm-hmm. one of them God has made this thing I, I Even playing field right now and um, yeah, made, you know, and to it. be honest with you, uh, I haven't missed a beat, man. I have, I have grown in in in, in my walk with God. My family has gotten closer. Um, my marriage has gotten better. Um, you know, all of those things, man. I found out about a lot of my leaders um, in the church that they weren't supposed to be leaders at all. If you can go seven weeks and not contact your pastor, and you're a deacon in the church, you need Don't to be say fired.
0: Call so. <laughs> to me you need to be fired. Mm-hmm. and all
5: and, I, and all of them called me hey how how is it going I, let me tell you how it's going when we get back if we get back you are unemployed <laughs> no sir no sir we, we can't roll like that you don't even know what's going on and you you have no clue nah man so if you know um this thing is serving a purpose let's just put it like that i'm not that's not all good but it's really pulling the covers
0: back and the exposure is good. We can use the exposure sometime. You know what I mean? You that's the issue. We all cover up with our nice garments and trinkets and and don't let nobody see the real wounds and scars. So
2: exposure
0: is, is good. I mean, I know for a fact uh it was it was hard. But like you said, we you know we made the best of it. You know, we pray, we kick it with the mm-hmm. family. Uh You know, getting in the gym, working, you know, working on yourself without me having to rely on pastor to uh, tune me up and change my oil and all that. I actually had to work on myself and seek that relationship with God to, you know, tighten that up. So, yeah, absolutely right. Now, you always say, Pastor, that God didn't create it, but he's going to benefit from it.
5: Allow it? Yes. He allows he don't he don't cause it, he allows it and then he gets the glory from it. There you he go see the benefit. I uh-huh.
0: yeah. learned, see I'll uh-huh. be listening now. I be listening.
5: Oh, man, <laughs> 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 you know <laughs> Well too too bad I can't cut my own hair then. <laughs>
0: since I'm so bad,
5: you know. I'm sitting here with a nineteen sixty three Afro man, what's up?
0: Hey, 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 hey! Talk, talk to my wife. You know she the, she my receptionist. She'll she'll book it off, and I come I man, come do it. now to, talk, You gotta
5: need talk to her. Look it up, bad man. I got a caliper on my lips, man. My boys look bad. My mama telling me I need to do something, man. Sitting at a funeral with a uh, a, 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 a mask on, hoping it'll cover my head, man. Just you know, I look bad, man.
4: I'm looking <laughs> like an extra good
0: time. Yeah, man. Not even an extra brother. This thing is bad. Listen, man, I'm I'm cool. telling you, I got this cut truck and I'll sure come up there and uh put it to work for you now. Hey. Yeah. I'm just
5: saying.
0: <laughs> but but you, but you gotta talk to Miss Quick about that.
5: Look at you, man. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at you. I'ma tell you cool. like like Jesus told one of his disciples, Get behind me, Satan! Don't tempt me like that,
2: man. So don't, don't play <laughs> with me unless you do it. <laughs> so I can use oh, so
0: to get rid of you, man. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you ain't trying to get rid of me. You trying to call me? So I'm gonna need yeah, to do the uh, yeah. uh, talk to Miss Quick. Pray everybody talk to her, and I make it happen. We'll, we'll, we, we'll, we'll, right. we'll gas up the old. We'll gas up the old peso, boy. And come on up there. Shoot. <laughs> oh man. We go here. Uh, we go here from Twin real quick. See what he what what input he got. You know, he always give us something real good.
1: <laughs> just listen to y'all and uh, badly you definitely was hitting stuff on the head. Um, you know, like you said, uh, just because COVID nineteen is going on and people can't get to the church, you know, uh, the Bible said with two or three gathering, His name He'll be in the midst. You never said you got to gather in a building. He just said it too. If so his people got gather in his name, and he'll be there. Um, and I think with everything that's going on, when you're talking about uh, parental malpractice and leadership skills, I think right now I think a lot of parents' leadership skills are being tested. And mm-hmm. I think your kids are watching you because now they're seeing how do my parents handle adversity? How do they handle the situation that we're going through? And it's one of those situations where kids don't have as many distractions because they can't really go outside. They may can play a video game, but that may get too old for them. So they're mm-hmm. home twenty four seven, and their eyes are on you, even when you think they're not mm-hmm. on you. They're on you guys, and it's mm-hmm. one of those things where they're seeing how my parents are handling this. How are they reacting? How are they talking? How are they looking? How are they speaking? and you're teaching your kids a great lesson regarding this is how you handle adversity. Um, Are you going to uh, give up? Are you going to talk down or are you going to speak faith? Are you going to speak fear? Are you going to speak love? Are you going to speak hate? Um, Are you going to speak, we're going to be victorious and we're going to make you through. How are you encouraging and leading um, your household? You know, as, being a leader doesn't always mean you have to have all the answers. Being a leader is surrounding yourself with people who do have the answer to help make yourself, help you make the right decision no matter what you're faced with. And I think right now it's that time where people, kids, and just everybody is looking at that. They're looking at the church to the pastor. Pastor, we can't come to the building. How are you going to lead us? How are you making service happen? How are you still going to uh, feed your sheep and keep us engaged into the word? Daddy, how are you gonna lead the household? One of the parents may have lost their jobs or they may be furloughed. How are we still going to make it through? Uh, you know, are you still gonna uh, you know, breed that confidence in us that everything is gonna be okay, or are we gonna see the household break apart and fall apart because of what's going on? Um so I think this time right now you you're seeing, like I said, you're seeing something that's taking place uh, real time for the first time where it's something that's affecting the whole entire world and not just affecting your neighborhood, your state, uh, your particular country. You're seeing it worldwide, and you're seeing how are people reacting to it? How are people speaking about it? How are people treating other people throughout this whole entire thing? And it, it really puts you in a place where you just have to sit back and watch. And you know God's hand is on it, and you just like, God, just keep me. Be with me through this, because um, I know you know everything happens for God to get the glory, and you know God's gonna show up and show out when that time comes. But it's just navigating through the way because people are watching you to see how you react and how you're going to handle this situation. And I think this is one of the main times where I think everybody is being put kind of on that platform where people are watching mm-hmm. you. How are you handling the situation? from young to old, Mm -hmm. even people that I mentor, you know, I can't speak fear to them or text them fear when I check on them. Hey, how you doing? Everything's good. You know what I'm saying? You know, you still got, y'all got food. Everything's still good with your family. I mean, you got to speak that kind of energy Mm -hmm. to people and kind of block out the negativity, but speak that hope, speak that faith, speak that encouragement to say, hey, we're going to get through this, but stay encouraged throughout the whole time. Don't break down. Don't Mm -hmm. give up. We're going to get through this. We are going
0: to get through this I'm not going to abandon you We are going to get through this
2: And once
0: again Two or more gathered in the name here in the midst So we Going to include God In getting through this Of course he's going to be the facilitator Of us getting through this But we are going to get through this and You're absolutely right twin. Um And then right now I'm going to let you chime in Because I know you're ready when it when it was Man, yeah with all this I was like you know still I'm I still got to earn you know it's like being in the yeah. mob you know I still gotta right pay these bills so right, right right my son looked at me and he said daddy what are you doing I said I got I'm about I got this project mm-hmm. we about to work on me and you
4: mm-hmm.
0: and God we go work on this project and not only for to benefit us but to benefit with the clients to benefit people mm-hmm. The community it's, it's not about Me at this moment mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Beneficiary of it But it's mm-hmm. not about me At this moment right now it's about The community and he was like Well What do you mean I said son I said people that need us They need the services that God The gift that God has given me people Need that right now if I can go to them and still give them that service, give them that gift, that's what I mean. He was mm-hmm. like, oh, my son came out there with me every, like, that day and was working. And the next time he was like, Dad, we coming back Tuesday? I'm like, really? Yeah. But he was he was excited because he saw the bigger picture and that it was about, Everyone else. It's about doing the work of God. You know what I mean? Just
2: with a mm-hmm. little bit of gift that I have.
6: Yes, sir. I would love to add um, one of my mentors always told me, and I was thinking about this when Pastor was talking, but then also when Twin was talking. Um, he, he always told me, I can show you better than I can say. Oh, you
4: know, boy. at
6: Growing up, I always had family. That would tell me, hey, don't don't go by what I'm showing you, go by what I tell you to do. Do what
0: I say, not and, as I do.
6: Yeah, do what I say, not as I do. But my mentor told me I can show you better than I can tell you. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he would always encourage me to pray for was my reaction. Right, mm-hmm. Lord, Lord, take help me with help me to react in the manner that you approve of. Right, mm-hmm. so the so the, the leadership aspect, you know, principle became, even as a parent, right, I have to manage my reactions just as I manage anything else, my emotions, and I have to show you versus just telling you, right? I have to put sometimes even my, you know, thoughts, desires, and wishes, I have to put them on the back burner in order to make sure that you're taken care of, right? Mm-hmm. To make sure that you're... Doing what um, what God has told me that you need to do, you know what I mean. In order for Mm -hmm. that all to be on the same page, for that foundation to be set, so now when we move forward, we're moving forward as a unit, much stronger than before. Than me by myself, right?
0: For sure, for sure.
6: So is so one of the things the pastor was talking about as far as you know, church and you know, community and. Like, to me, that's what I believe church is, again, right? Two or, seven, two or more gather in his name, there he is, right? There, there God is, there Christ is, right? So, like, for me, whenever I'm in the presence of like-minded, you know, positive, focused, and we sit around and share some God in that, oh, my goodness, that's church. That, to me, is church. Church is community. When I'm at the church and I don't feel that community, it's not really church. We play in church. we doing this for show. We're doing this for entertainment, as Pastor said. I had a young lady that um, I was speaking with that was in a choir, and we were just talking about church, and she was just like, hey, you know, I really got rubbed the wrong way because my church, they renovated and they did this, did that, and the choir director was like, okay, so I need everybody to put their hands up at the same time like this you know, almost like this was dress rehearsal, right? This this rehearsal for the show. We actors type deal. And it's like, no, if you're in the choir, I thought you were supposed to be spiritually led. You know, and given and and given a gift to communicate through through song type deal. So it it's a lot of times church has become, you know, uh, or should I say in a lot of arenas uh, the church you know the four walls have become a show. So, this, but this this allows to react to it, to the nitty gritty. This is the Lord's. Thing. I want to see how y'all react when I take when I knock down them four walls.
0: Yeah, that's when right. That's why right. i understand I how I get kicked out of church. I got kicked out of church, yeah. bro. This guy house. You hey, can't you even evict me guy
4: house.
6: <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to be in <laughs> uh, those buildings. Those buildings
0: were not for you. <laughs> no, they wasn't. They wasn't. And the funny thing is, I don't I don't I I I really believe in fellowshipping more than I believe in, in church. You know. Uh I don't I don't want to mm-hmm. just sit around and be lectured. I want to right. sit down and have a conversation. Teach me so I can go forth and teach someone else. And we can go mm-hmm. when we go to work, when we go to work, not just mm-hmm. you know Do good in the community just for the show But in actuality Mm -hmm. Your door is locked and nobody Can rap on the door to come in To seek refuge uh, To get out in the rain Or to just have a kind word spoken to them You know what I mean Because we we get so caught up in in The appearance so we forget The actual essence or the the spirit Or the, the spiritual nature Of the The situation as well as The person you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, this is a, this has been a time for also the
6: reflection of you getting of people getting over themselves. People feeling like how how high and mighty and important they are when you recognize very quickly the importance of us. The importance of, of us. The importance of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, of the the unit, the unity, the community, the, the the masses, the numbers. Right, it's a numbers game. At the end of the day, it's a numbers game. And I mean, we're much stronger as a group than any individual would be, right? Because I mean, that individual pass on. Hey, you better hope you pass something, pass something to somebody else, or else it's lost. Those you laws. got a community that's that, you got a community that's striving and thriving on you know similar goals and similar focuses. Now, you know, even if that individual passes on or drops off or does
2: the mission something continues.
6: wrong, yeah, the mission continues because it wasn't about the individual; it was about the mission.
0: Absolutely, Pastor, what you got? What you got to say? And we—I know you got to make this quick because you got—you got your prayer line in a little bit.
5: Yeah, I got to clock in, man, before those same deacons I'm complaining about—they <laughs> fire me. Follow nah, <laughs> <I, I, let, laughs> nah, let let me let me make sure that I clarify something. I I said something in jest, or actually I was serious about it. Um, I, I need you to understand the church does serve a purpose. But when I say the mm-hmm. church, mm-hmm. I mean the church that that God meant for the church to be. He never meant for the, 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 the building to be the church. We are the church, you know. The, the bar where we're gathered, where we're lifting up his name, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the church. You know, and the real church, the Bible said the gates of hell won't even prevail against it. But why? Because we're unified. You know. Mm-hmm. No man, no pastor, anybody like that rules and reigns in the church. That's <laughs> that's not church, you know. The building mm-hmm. is where the church gathers, you know, and uh, sort of mm-hmm. like playing football, you know, the building would be that huddle you go in. But whenever we finish discussing all this stuff, we got to go out here and and, 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 and and line up against that defense, you know, or whatever. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I don't mind gathering in a building, but I just I, – I my time is valuable, and so is my relationship with God. And I don't want to waste either one of them. So I don't have time for mm-hmm. all the theatrics I don't have time for You know for the choir to You know um, To hype you up I mean, I don't mean any harm but To be honest with you man the fact that You know you were allowed to see another 24 you know that's enough To be thankful mm-hmm. I, I don't need To mm-hmm. do it you know We get it right. mixed up when we go to church Because uh, all the songs Are not supposed to be to the Congregation they're supposed to be I thank you to God. I pray. Well, thank you to God. Be a thank you to God. The sermon mm-hmm. is supposed to be about God. It's not. It was never supposed to be about us. And so we messed that thing up. The church has a black eye. But the real church, the church that God intended for it to be, uh, it's still standing strong, man. And that's
4: oh, uh, yeah.
5: why we're able to reach out and help each other and and encourage one another. And as Twin said, you know, call people and check on them. That's 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 the church. Uh, getting built there—that's what it's all about, man. So you know, don't get that thing twisted, because uh, some folk they feel like if they can't go in that building, you know. But again, you know, God has pulled the wall back and said, "Listen, you know." Because one of the things—and you guys just have, just have to take my word for this—but I'd rather you go study it for yourself. The church or the temple is um, uh, Jesus only went into it. A very, I mean, I mean when I say. A few times, he didn't go in there very much, but he was out being the church everywhere that he went, and that's what it's mm. all about. So I just want to encourage everybody tonight, go out and be the church, whether it's um, be church. being a parent or whatever. Just go out and be the church. Be who God ordained for you to be. Treat folk the way they're supposed to be treated. Treat folk the way God has treated you. Um, advise folk the way God would advise you, and then I promise you, things will get better. Cause um, um, Listen, God's going to have a very last say so You know, he said something amazing And then I'm out of here, man He said I'm Alpha and Omega He didn't say Alpha or Omega Alpha and Omega So I'm the beginning of this thing And I'm the end of it So before it's all said and done God's going to step up He's going to have a very last say
0: so That's my belief And I believe that and I agree with you um, Real quick, before you <laughs> go uh, And pray us out uh, we go get together and I want you to set up somehow. I'm going to come up there and do back-to-school haircuts. Uh, so Man, don't don't play with
5: me like that. Uh, don't do where i let you come. You got to bring Twin with you, man, because he got to
0: talk to the folk. Doc, you hear that, right? I'm down. There you go. All right, now
5: listen, we're sounding good. You got to bring Miss Quick, too, man.
4: So Ooh, she can well, pick up my seafood
5: ball. Right, I'm going to bring them home. Ronell, right you got to come. i <laughs> bringing everybody, man. Well,
2: yeah. well, well. Y'all, y'all come to the
5: desert and see the poor people, man.
2: Everybody. Hey, from the streets to the poor pit tour. we Yeah, Boy, yeah man, on tour. Oh, from the streets to the poor pit tour.
4: Before y'all come I'm game.
0: Hey, man. I'll listen. You this and, and you get with me with the dates? And uh we'll set it up.
5: Man, we you got me excited, brother. You got me excited. Oh, I'm bring
0: the shop, bro. Listen, I, man.
5: I, hey, going I hope that wasn't just I hope that just wasn't the uh uh church talk that you just gave me. You just trying to get me all hyped and all that, man. No church talk.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Remember, I ain't the church, I ain't the pulpit, bro, I'm the streets. Okay. You know, but, <laughs> hey, okay,
4: okay.
2: okay.
0: <laughs> All
5: right, man. Well I promise you you come, you won't get kicked out of
0: my church. I promise you that. <laughs> hey.
2: now
0: nah, we hey, hey. that. will be
2: great.
0: Well we're gonna set that up. Uh pastor got us he got his prayer line he gotta get off to, so we go go ahead and pray. That don't necessarily mean Good that day. uh the line is o the call is over, but if everybody who wants to leave, then feel free. Or for those that want to stay, by all means So Pastor, go ahead and do Hey, man, do. Y'all, keep, y'all keep talking, man But let me pray
5: for you guys, man I pray with you guys You guys keep talking You got a lot of good dialogue going on Lord, thank you so much for all that um, Our ears have heard and our heart has felt, God It feels good tonight to, to to be open, to be honest You know, we talked about truth, Lord And truly it sets you free I know a lot of us don't want to hear the truth We'd rather hear a lie, but the truth serves a, a purpose in our lives. And so, God, as ashamed as I am of where the church has gotten itself to, Lord, I'm so proud to say that the real church is still standing and going strong. Lord, tonight we're having church because we have incorporated you. We're talking about you. We're, 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 we're And that's what it's all about. So, Lord, thank you so, so much. I pray blessings over Quick and his wife. Uh, brother Ronel and brother uh, a twin Lord I just pray that you'll keep this thing moving forward um, God I know it's just dialogue But you never know who's listening And not only that God But beyond the other folk that are listening I don't know about the rest of these brothers and sisters But it's touching my heart It's causing me Lord to take a, 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 a better look at The example that I'm being the, the The legacy that I'm leaving The work that I'm doing God don't let it ever become just a job. Don't let it ever be just become just something I do for income. Let it be because it's a calling. Let it be because Lord, uh you were good to me, and now I'm obligated to be good to others. Thank you so much, God, for this forum and Lord, if we never are able to meet up physic in, in physically God, I just appreciate being able to come on this line and laugh, cry, question, just whatever. Thank you so much, God, because you truly are God that can cover us from the street all the way to the pulpit. Regardless of where we are, I know that you're right there. So thank you for being who you are. I ask this in Jesus' name I pray.
0: Amen. Y'all brothers, have a good night, man. Keep talking. All right, peace. Man, listen, I would love for y'all to go on this tour with me, man. Uh, This quote-unquote because, uh, and we'll even video it. Because it, the knowledge that you brothers have, it's overwhelming, and it's beneficial. And I learned something from you guys every conversation. Uh And, and my twin, you know, like I said, he's a good twin. He 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 give you those those <laughs> kind words when I'm gonna give you that harsh truth. You know what I mean? And and that balance, that's a beautiful balance. Right, if, you, right. if you pay attention, it's a beautiful balance, yeah. And and Ronnell, you bro, you know, your life experiences uh is, is, is actually impressive for you still to turn out to be the man that you are, you know. So I know God did it, I know God did it,
6: oh you know. God. what I mean,
2: yes,
0: sir. so uh, don't please. Talk to the talk to you, your wife. Talk to the family. Make sure it's cool. When I get the date, y'all got the date, and we can get on this road, man, and, and touch other people's lives, man. Straight up, especially, especially those that don't really know or have the the medium to hear us. Mhm.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, no, I'm down.
0: But God is and, and that's Bruh, it's amazing That's all I can say and, and y'all talking to somebody who wasn't even raised Going to church I yeah. didn't know the etiquette of church That's why I'm getting kicked out of churches Three of them to be exact <laughs> uh, But I'm here now
1: there <laughs> you go. There you go. That's all it matters.
0: God carried me through a whole bunch Wait, of years now. You know, um yes, I was I just turned I just had a birthday yesterday, me and my twin. And um oh, when yeah. I was when I was sixteen, I got robbed on my birthday and got shot at twice. Bullets passed both ears. Wow. On my sixteenth wow. birthday. Up the street from my house, so I say that to say when when you don't know how you go get here, but you know it's the grace of God, you don't know how you got here, but you know by the grace of God you you know all that dot 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 by the grace of God
4: that's mm-hmm. just one example and we're here
0: now, so
2: uh, We're here now. Wow! The
6: other, hey, that's the other. That's the other in his job description that we never knew.
0: (laughs) Listen, bro, straight up, straight up. Listen, like, bro, like, if I tell you the entire story, y'all will trip out, man. I'm serious. Y'all will trip out.
6: Hey, well, a good portion of it is to be told.
0: It was a good outcome It
1: was a blessing yeah.
0: So that's,
1: um, that's your testimony That's it That should be yeah. your testimony Your mantra Mm-hmm God but kept you it. Even though you didn't know He would keep you But you hear it mean, now You see it now
0: Bruh mm-hmm. Listen man I'm gonna give you a little bit, man I'm running down the street I'm bent down So I won't get shot right
4: hmm I'm,
0: yeah. I'm not going very fast I'm up in. I feel like I stand straight up, as thin as a straw. Bullets pass both ears, so you mean that tells me that they had pretty good of your aim. Mm-hmm. I get in front of the house, yeah. turn on a dime, no curve, no slow down, no nothing. Turn on a dime, a ninety degree turn. Walk up there. My feet is my feet ate up because obviously I was running.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: But when I tell you thin as a dime, the bullet passed by my mother's ear and knocked her earring off. Oh wow! To this day, she still haven't found that earring, cause. So, when I tell you that God, when I tell you that God, but I'm mm-hmm. here now.
6: That's them, that's some but God
0: Ooh. statement. But God. Nothing mm-hmm. but God. In capital letters. Hear me. Nothing but mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's why, you know, that's why a lot of times you tend to look at, you can't, judge, you can't judge anybody through their circumstance, or through, you know, the decisions even that they've made, right? Because, but for the grace of God, I'm not making those same decisions, or I'm not in that same situation. Because it very easily could have could have been, mm-hmm. as you said, both ears. Yeah. I mean, we can pass both ears, bro. That's, I mean, you're talking inches. Bruh.
0: Well less than a foot. Away from
6: yeah, away away from being here right now to have this conversation. Be a blessing to mm-hmm. so many. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, but for the grace of God. I mean, even the folks that do wrong, right? Man, but for the grace of God that Man, I can only mention that part to not to not.
0: Bro, uh-huh. doing, even doing wrong, he kept me. Uh-huh. even even yeah. doing wrong, he kept me, bro. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big guns on me, right? <laughs> Fired three times, bro, and nothing came out each time. All I can do is call Jesus, bro. Wow. So when I tell oh, you, bro, nothing but God.
6: Mhm, Say so you don't even know.
0: <laughs> all I can do, listen mm-hmm. bro, all I can do was call Jesus, bro.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: In the middle of the right
1: name. Who else I'm
0: gonna call? Who else was that with exactly get, get up, go to my car, get the pistol after they run, I'm on the street, seconds later, mm-hmm. bro the streets are empty. Cause you know it was about to, it was about to go down, but in the midst of doing mm-hmm. wrong, mm-hmm. God kept me. And all I'm just simply saying is nothing but God. But mm-hmm. you right or wrong or indifferent, if you still here breathing, it's nothing but God, and that's who you got to give thanks to. Yeah, absolutely. My twin text me. He said, "Bro, he said, bro, happy birthday. We did it. Celebrate in the midst of this quarantine." I'm like, "Shit, listen here, man. We celebrate anyway. Yep. Now he see why. <laughs> now he see why. <laughs> <I> listen, quarantine <laughs> or not, celebrate on my birthday, life is, Thank God.
1: Thank God. That's right.
0: No, well, you got it right. My birthday plus one day may be a little mm-hmm. different, but on that day, all I do is thank God.
6: Mhm. Absolutely. Would you say another one?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another one. Wow. Another one. Yeah. So it, it honors me yeah, to know. actually be in the company In the fellowship with you brothers every week. I am honored.
6: Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. But y'all know it's time to get for us to go to work, man. Y'all know it's time for us to go out here and make a difference in spite of this situation because we got God on our side. And if it ain't us, it ain't nobody but God. You dig? So we got to go out here and make a difference and and change the direction of all these... uh, Parental malpractices. We have to go out here and show that God is still. We gotta remove ego and teach the ego to be removed so we can put God in place. Period. Mm-hmm. We gotta put God in that syntax, man. So everybody hearts and mind clear, man. Let's 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 get to work, man. Dr. Twin, happy birthday to you, belated. Uh is your heart and mind clear?
1: Hard mind clear. Happy belated birthday to you too, twin.
0: Thank you, man. I love you, man. Uh Ronel, you my brother. Is your heart mind clear? Sure.
6: Yes, sir. Heart mind is clear. Happy belated All birthday right. to the both of y'all.
0: Thank you.
1: Appreciate it, thank uh, you.
0: We, we go get together and we go do put together some conversation so we could uh see how we go out here and and do some type of community Service and you know You know where you at And we'll get together soon Just let you know Sounds good Well ladies and gentlemen This concludes tonight's episode Of From the Streets to the Pulpit I am your host at number one Mr. Quick with uh, Miss Quick and Pastor Robinson And Dr. Twin and My brother Ronell Um, We love each and every one of you Because God is love And thank you for fellowshipping with us because, as it was mentioned earlier, two or more gathered in his name, and he'll be in the midst. Just reiterating. Love God. Love each other. Love yourself. If you don't know, solicit help. That's all a part of loving yourself. Wash your hands. Stay safe. Peace.
2: me, please.